and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, celebrity brand director across a multitude of sassy titles. And I'm Ian McEwen, uh, writer on non-sassy TV titles. Uh, <laughs> you had to think about though, didn't you? <laughs> I did. What's on TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week? And today... We're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 6th of November 2020. They include a new series of The Simpsons on Disney Plus and action series Trackers on Sky Atlantic. And we'll also be talking about The Southwesterlies, a new drama on Acorn TV. But first, Ian, tell me, what is in the news? Well, Hannah, I was going to tell <laughs> you about Netflix's uh, costume drama Bridgerton which is going to be on at Christmas. But this very morning, I talked to Mackenzie Crook uh, about the return of Wurzel Gummidge this oh, Christmas. Oh, gosh, I, yes. know, I wish I wasn't on that interview. That's so exciting. So exciting. It's back for, the, like, there were two adventures last Christmas. There's one this Christmas. And the cast he's got, he's got Vanessa Redgrave and Shirley Henderson joining Amazing. the cast. Yeah, so very much looking forward to that. Uh, what's caught your eye? Well, um, Netflix's Don't Look Up. Now, this is possibly the most star-studded um, uh, event thing uh, going um, because Ariana Grande, Meryl Streep, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, and, of course, from Friends fame, Matthew Perry. This really is an all-star cast. And it's about, I gather it's about uh, an asteroid, is that right? Yeah, it is. So it's um, it's a film about astronomers who are on a media tour to kind of deliver warnings about an approaching asteroid that's uh, due to destroy Earth. Can you imagine the money that's gone into something like this? Absolutely phenomenal. So let's hope it lives up to expectation. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, looking at this week's new shows, um, what have you got for us, Hannah? Well... The Simpsons. We need a drum roll for this, don't we? Because The Simpsons, I mean, it's everyone's favourite family for a start. Um, and it's the 31st season, which is, you know, absolutely, uh, frankly, ridiculous, isn't it? Um, do you, are you a fan of the, of the Simpsons? You must be. Don't! There we are. I've got it. I've got it out of the way. Yeah, I do love The Simpsons. And, of course, Disney Plus now have the whole back catalogue, don't they? So, um, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can, I think there's more than 600 episodes. Uh, and of course now, yeah, the new season is, is going to be running. I think as usual, yeah. there's quite a few, um, celebrity appearances, but let's have a, a, there a are, quick, there are. We have a quick taster, listen to the trailer. Let's do that. The first 30 seasons. The revolution has begun. I think you can do better than that. And now streaming season 31. Could heaven be any better? This is everything I could possibly dream of. Simpsons Forever. Well, your no-frills fumbling sales pitch has won me over. On Disney+. Plus. So I think season 31 has something like 22 episodes for everybody to enjoy, which is rather exciting. And like you said, there's a... a, a host of celebrity names um lily singh kate blanchett chrissy teigen um john legend of course is also there with a musical performance i hasten to add so yeah some some really great names in there it's, it's going to be absolutely brilliant what's not to love frankly and i believe that uh they've introduced this new policy because remember there was a bit of controversy about characters like apu being voiced by mm. white actors well that's all changed now so that so there won't be 
white actors voicing uh, non-white characters. Now, you, do you th- is The Simpsons still keeping up its very, very high standards, do you think, Hannah? Are you still a regular viewer? Yeah, do you know what I think it is? Although I absolutely love when the voices of all the kind of the different characters go on to say something like Jonathan Ross and you see them and then they have to do the voice. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I think it does live up to It kind of has to. Um, it's gone on for that long. It would be awful if it kind of fell off the edge of a cliff at this point, and it's just not going to. Producers are not going to allow that to happen. Um, I think I, I think it's as great as it always was, and it will continue to be. I agree, and I think there's a highly rated um, Treehouse of Horror uh, episode, that, that kind of regular strand that they have of the scary mm. stories. And there's also one uh, that will appeal to Marvel fans, an episode It's called uh, Bart the Bad Guy. So look out for that. Yes. On a slightly different note, um, on Sky Atlantic, arriving on Friday, uh, there's a new action series shot in South Africa. It's called Trackers. Let's have a listen. This morning, one of the informants photographed these people meeting with the senior Al-Qaeda operatives on South African soil. Weapons coming into Cape Town, and he's using blood diamonds to pay for it. I want what they're transporting found, and I want them stopped. It's time to get to work. Okay, so this was filmed uh, in South Africa and, and quite a lot around Cape Town. It's an action thriller, um, and it's it was it was hugely popular when it was shown in South Africa. It got a bigger audience than Game of Thrones. If that's you will. incredible, isn't it? But anyway, it's it's one of those you kind of have to keep your wits about you because episode one has three different storylines that you have to follow. So um, the main storyline is that, that there's uh, a terrorist plot to attack Cape Town is discovered after a police informant is executed by Islamic extremists. Now, in another storyline, we, we meet this guy called Lemma, who has, he's a security operative, and he's agreed to help transport something illegal, I'm not going to say what, because it's a really good shock when you find out, uh, from Zimbabwe into South Africa. So, um, yeah, there's quite a lot going on. I mean, what what I like about it is it's got that beautiful South African sunshine, and, and Cape Town's such an incredible location. Like they shot noughts and crosses there, mm. and... But, you know, in so many shots, you've got Table Mountain looming up in the background. So it's just, it's just, and they do shoot a lot of series out in South Africa, don't they? It's it's a very popular location. Yeah, and you can see why. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful backdrop for it all. I would say don't be discouraged if you can't keep tabs on all the different storylines in episode one because they will start to come together. But is this uh, is this one for you? I don't know if it's your cup of tea. Hannah, Do you know what? I, I think it is actually because um, it's 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 five parts, isn't it? And like you say, there are these three storylines which you know you could get confused. Like I, anything confuses me quite quickly, to be honest <laughs> with you. But um, uh, um, but you can. But I. For me, it's quite—it's incredibly real, um, and so you're drawn in. It's—it's it's, it's five parts. It's a political thriller, uh, and it's—it's it's really, really interesting. And you can't help but feel that they've really done a serious amount of homework on this before before doing it. So no, it, I think it's absolutely something for me. Well, it is available as a box set on uh, Sky Box Sets and now TV. Okay, so I think we've got uh, yeah. something 
for the younger viewers coming up on Netflix, Hannah. Tell us about that. Yeah, slightly (laughs) the opposite end of the spectrum, shall we say, (laughs) funnily enough, with you and I. Um, Dash and Lily. So this is a kind of quirky uh, teen romance. Um, Let's have a little listen and and then we'll chat about it. Imagine you're in New York and it's Christmas. You're surrounded by possibility and the hope that somewhere in the city is that one person that's meant for you. You just have to find them. Okay, so this is about a guy and a gal, Dash and Lily, um, and it is based on the New York Times uh, bestseller Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. So this Book of Dares is in a library. Um, These two are real book nerds, um, for want of a better phrase, and they find this notebook and they keep writing each other dares. And you event, it's 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 at Christmas, so you know, you've really got the festive vibe going here. It's very, very lighthearted. It's all a bit silly. totally worth watching though um, and um, <laughs> Dash is played by Austin Abram, Abrams I think that's how you pronounce the surname and Lily's played by Midori Francis um, and you see them sort of then coming together at, at, at the end um, yeah it's, it's sort of a, a it's not a classic love story because it's a bit different and it's a bit silly and it's not terribly realistic but it's very Christmassy it's very festive for this time of year um, and it's quite uplifting I'm not sure it's one for you well the, yeah the Christmas uh, theme has started already I think I think it looks great because what I like about it is that the the, the young guy is uh, very sort of he's a bit anti-Christmas isn't he he's quite cynical about mm. Christmas and it's got a lot of that that kind of ironic humour in it so yeah I think it's a great idea uh, that the idea of them each writing in this notebook and going to find out what the other has, has said and then giving each other dares that are all kind of Christmas related aren't they so yeah I, th- I, and yeah, I thought it was yes I think he has to um, steal Father Christmas's hat at one <laughs> yeah. point um, which is kind of awkward and then uh, by the end they're kind of working out whether they're actually compatible after all, after, after all of this and then of course you see um, uh, anyone that watched the trailer see him turning up at Lily's door and, and they've never seen each other previously so and let's you know we want to get those young people into the bookshops, don't we, Hannah? We want to get them off, off the iPad into the bookshop. <laughs> we do. Come on. <laughs> we certainly do. <laughs> okay, well, uh, over on Acorn TV, uh, they've got a, um, a premiere of a six-part Irish drama series. It's called The South Westerlies. Um, let's have a listen to a clip. We need your help, but it's a very particular place with very particular people. Bring this wind farm project home. What could possibly go wrong? When was the last time you were here? I used to come down here a lot when I was younger. Kate Ryan. Just a teeny glass of wine. The whiskey can wait. So this stars Orla Brady, the Irish actress mm. who has become very successful over in America. Of course, I remember her ages ago being in Mistresses. But yeah, she's, she's been in things like American Horror Story. So this is... It's just a rather charming series. The, the story involves this woman called Kate, uh, who is about to land a, a big job with a Norwegian firm who basically um, run wind farms. They build wind farms. Um, but before she can get this job 
they give her a condition that she must go to this place in West Cork and Ireland where she used to go on holiday as a, as a youngster where the locals are all opposing the building of a wind farm in their beautiful um, seaside location. Uh, so the setup <laughs> is a little bit kind of local hero-ish. Um, mm. And when she arrives, she goes there with her son and they were going to go to Oslo together for a holiday, but they end up doing this. So they go together. And of course, when she turns up, she realises that she does still know a few people who are there. And I think there's going to be some interesting backstory about potentially ex-boyfriends. Um, the son is going to have his own romantic interest. And I suspect... Although she starts off in favour of the wind farm, well, it's going to be interesting to see whether she sides with the locals. It also features Eileen Walsh, who was in that fantastic film, The Magdalene Laundries, and she's a, one of Sharon Horgan's regulars. She was in Catastrophe and Women on the Verge. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't think this would be my cup of tea at all, but I did find... I mean, I love all of Brady. She's brilliant. I found it rather charming, I must say. Um, what did you think, mm. Hannah? Is this is this one for you? Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I'm surprising you this week, I know. I, I think that this is something I... Because it's kind of from the heart, isn't it? You're seeing someone on a bit of a journey, going back to kind of uh, the past that they sort of left behind, quite a big job now, looking for a promotion. And then you can kind of, like you say, will, will she eventually still want this wind farm or will she kind of side with the locals? So it's, it's kind of an emotional storyline too. So I think, yeah, it does. It hits the right note for me. Yeah, and it's not kind of gone too sort of Ballycus Angel on the sort of no. diddly idly Irish characters. Um, it's a lot more modern than that, than the feel of it. Um, mm, mm. Elsewhere this week, well, the big show on Terrestrial, uh, His Dark Materials, Series 2, Sunday, BBC One. Is this one for mm. you and, and the, the, the youngsters? Are you a fan? Y- y- yes and no. Um... Yes and no, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I don't. It's one of those ones that I need to invest more time in. Basically, I need to kind of get. I need to get into it more. But it's more up your street, Ian. I think. Well, I tell you what, I do like about it. I like the idea that everyone has a uh, companion animal, and I was wondering uh, w- mm-hmm. what yours would be. Um, the dog. <laughs> a dog. You've already got a dog. <laughs> Yeah, you can have anything. You could have anything. You could, oh, well, I have a llama. I went and visited a zoo the other day, and it's a nice zoo. I, mean, I shouldn't really call it a zoo. It's like more like a farm, actually. And they had these llamas, and apparently... Oh, no, it was an alpaca, because the llama spit. So I want the alpaca. I want well, they, to get they spit as well. I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Are you sure? They looked really cuddly and lovely, like a teddy bear, but apparently you needed two... And I just thought, no, it's just too much. Well, I love the fact that your first choice was a dog, uh, but your fallback is a llama. I think that's great. Yeah, well, when you said to me I could have anything, I just sort of thought, well, push the boat out, really. The one thing I'm not (laughs) so keen on in this series, and of course it's inevitable, is it has got a hell of a lot of CGI in it, which I'm not a massive fan of. But um, yeah, yeah, that's the the biggie on Terrestrial. Now, it's come to that time when we all want to find out what you've been binging on, Hannah. So t- t- <laughs> tell me all. 
I know this is the bit you just cannot wait for. I know, so, I genuinely um, look forward to it. <laughs> you're genuinely interested. Well, I'm not really binging because you can't really binge on Strictly, but I am watching Strictly because, um, of course, the ratings are up hugely. And I, ha- I am watching with real interest Strictly this year because it's just uh, during lockdown. It's kind of, I guess... You know what else is there to do on Saturday night, which is sort of meant in no negative way towards Strictly, but of course the, the figure should be up. But on this, you know, in the, in the same way, I was kind of concerned how much the audience played a big part in Strictly and whether it would work. But it is, and it's brilliant. Um, I'm pleased to report. So absolutely love that. Also, just for a bit of light entertainment, I I, I watched the Catherine Tate show because uh, not really bothered actually whether I watched that or not. Where did you um. where did where did you find that? That was on iPlayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on iPlayer, so that that's just a bit of fun. Um, and also Emily in Paris, which is which is obviously um, which is new, um, and we kind of we talked about it a few weeks ago. But definitely, definitely worth watching that. So it's a bit of fun. Again, quite light-hearted, um, but it's it's a it's a good series um, to get your teeth stuck into, and it's not going to scare you as much as The Fool has scared me regularly. Okay, well, uh, how about you? I'm glad you asked. Well. <laughs> Uh, this was recommended to me by uh, one of our listeners, actually, uh, Gordon from South Norwood. So th- thanks for the recommendation, Gordon. Um, Steve Martin and Martin Short in a sort of comedy special on Netflix. And they're both, you know, very talented. They can sing and play instruments. And um, and obviously they're great comedians. And they do this fantastic routine where they're they're kind of basically insulting each other uh but they're, <laughs> they're using the hollywood insult which kind of sounds like a compliment but then it's got a sting in the tail and there's just a i'm gonna it's a bit of a spoiler but I, the funniest line for me is when martin short says watching steve martin live is a bit like the film deliverance it's all fun and games until the banjo comes out <laughs> and sure enough steve martin does play his banjo so yeah a little bit of that i love Portrait Artist of the Year on Sky Arts. Uh, and I love that. Isn't it brilliant? And also, I'm very much enjoying the latest Hell's Kitchen on ITV2 because, I mean, I just yeah. find uh, I just find Gordon absolutely hilarious. So. I mean, do you think he just is literally... Do you think he might be like that at home? It's got to be in him a bit, hasn't it, to be that sweary? I've been mistaken for Gordon Ramsay by a very drunk woman on, a, on the tube train who couldn't stop laughing and just saying Gordon Ramsay and pointing at me. But that's, that's, I moved carriages. I was so offended. Anyway, that's by the by. We've just got time to look at uh, a couple of things that we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, now, I've interviewed the, the lovely James May of Top Gear mm-hmm. and the Grand Tour fame. He is doing a show called uh, Oh Cook on Amazon Prime. Cooking show for beginners. Uh, He's a man of many talents, isn't he? Yes. Um, what have you got coming up for well, us? Well, um, Apple TV um, has a new six-part documentary series called Becoming You. Um, it's narrated by none other than the brilliant Olivia Coleman. Um, and it basically, over 2,000 days, follows, um, I think it's 100 children's lives sort of across the globe. And it, it sort of looks at how we learn to talk, think, love, um, and... Yeah, it's just the story of us, I suppose. It's, 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 it's quite mm. sweet. Well, we look forward to that. Mm. But, in the meantime... Keep, keep.